0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Well, I say, mate, I think we bloody well better get started.
2: Okay, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, that was not an Aussie accent. That was a bad UK, United Kingdom English accent. I don't know whether you were trying to sound like Gaz or whether you were trying to sound like Peter Bird, but, Kevin, you suck. That was the worst accent in history.
1: This comes from the guy with the accent that we can't tell what country it comes from?
2: That's all right, because, you know, I, I'm a man of the world.
1: Yeah, and your world's... never mind, I'm not going to say where your world exists at.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know either, but uh, it's pretty close to Uranus, I reckon.
1: Yeah, it's got the Klingons near it, too. Anyway, folks, welcome to Geeky Show Ever, episode 157, or 155, and it we're having another three-way we're all in a circle we're all having a virtual man hug it's just we're touching we're feeling we're being out there as geeks right guys hey, hey. um
2: well mike I, I don't know what you're doing <laughs> but um i'm not doing any of that and, and i think kevin's touching himself just a little too much i think he's got the kill kilt oh god no Oh, God, no. It's lifting up stuff. Oh. Okay, oh, this is, geez, that is now we're in the united. therapy
0: territory.
2: <laughs> listen, listen, Kevin, you're going to crack my MacBook Air screen. It's just going to crack down there in a minute if you do that again.
1: Now, now, wait a minute. In all fairness, it's looked at you for over a year now, and it still
0: hasn't cracked? Yeah, but that's because I'm so pretty. No, it's because you're cracked.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good one, Mike. That would just be redundant.
2: It would be... It would be it would well, be you know, a- if I face the other way, you'd see a crack.
0: Oh, boy.
1: But well, how would we tell the difference?
2: Very funny. One's vertical, <laughs> one's horizontal, Kevin. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Oh, it's too easy tonight, folks. Mark, and, and
2: all- one's, one's a little browner than the other.
1: Yeah, but that's the part you eat with. Anyway, besides... <laughs> oh. Mark gets no love. Well, please, folks... Please,
2: please tell me we've got an extra large explicit tag for this
1: episode. We may have the extra large explicit tag But before we go too far into this episode I, I was remiss last week I forgot to mention that uh, I was invited to be on MacBytes I actually recorded a segment That they played over two epi- uh, two episodes Episodes 90 and 91 And I wanted to make mention of that If you don't normally listen to that uh, It's Elaine Giles and Mike Thomas Do a wonderful show uh, They're totally amusing Way more amusing than the three of us are um, Agree. So please go over and have a listen. Uh, and they've actually released two or three more episodes since that. But I was on, I was talking about OneNote, one of my favorite applications. So uh, go over and have a listen okay. if you want.
2: I'm having a little bit of a problem, not necessarily with OneNote, but OneDrive at the moment, Kevin. And I, I know you kind of use it and so forth. I'm having an issue where it's not updating as, as fluidly as I'd like it. So I'll save a document in, in uh, Microsoft Word. That I'm working on, and then I'll go to my iPhone, for instance, and I just want to make a couple of edits in, in Office uh, Mobile for for the iPhone. And that, of course, links into the OneDrive account. And in the last two or three days, it just hasn't been updating, yet I can go to Dropbox and get the same file because I, I sync them both out so that uh, a, a copy goes to Dropbox plus to, to OneDrive um, so it, it kind of does this double sync kind of thing It's almost like a, a backup in the cloud But OneDrive just isn't updating on iOS recently I've got to delete the app and then reinstall it See if that fixes it But I, I don't know, have you had that problem Where files don't immediately update?
1: No, actually, because I use it I have it on my Mac And I, this, I talked about this I, I use it at work, but it's an older version So it doesn't sync properly So that And that's just for work but I have it on my Mac. I have it on my iOS devices. And at work, I'll use it in the cloud and on my iOS devices. And it's almost instantaneous for me.
2: Yeah, for, that's the experience I've had up until the last couple of days. So maybe I should just delete it, reinstall it.
0: Maybe. Um, we use it for Sci-Fi Tech Talk, and we'll be, uh, three of us will be adding things and making corrections or whatever, maybe even sending ourselves notes. And, um We've never had any real issues with it. We don't use it, you know, consistently. It's, you know, only about an hour a week. But it, every time we've used it, it seems to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, because a lot of times I'll make notes to myself. You know, I'm I'm in a meeting or something, and either my laptop battery's dead. You know, it could be multiple things. Or sometimes when I'm walking across campus, and I go, "Oh crap, I need to remember to do that," and I'll punch the note in. And you know, five minutes later, by the time I sit down, it's there. And then, you know, I again. I have seen it do it almost instantaneously come across, but I make notes to myself and they show up here at home perfectly fine.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll just delete it and and see if I can fix it that way. Generally, that, you know, it might just be something that's got stuck in the pipe somewhere. But I'll say this much I love having that one terabyte of storage on OneDrive included in my $12.99 subscription to Office uh, every week. That's just, sorry, every month. That's just absolutely amazing. One terabyte of data, and I don't have to pay anything more than twelve ninety nine. I get Office included. I get free Skype calls, a hundred minutes of Skype calls every month um, to landlines, mobiles, and it's like wow, you know, this is awesome. And I can have it everywhere, and I I love it. I'm I'm really a convert. I um, and if Apple pisses me off anymore, I will convert. As say, secret, you know
0: well,
2: you know <laughs> what, Tim Tim uh, Tim Chadden actually suggested. And great call, Tim. I, I've got to say, actually suggested that I should do not another Microsoft podcast because then I wouldn't have to change the slogan.
0: <laughs> That's true. I was going to say, hasn't Microsoft suffered enough? Or,
1: I mean, what what did they do to you? <laughs> to off?
2: Oh come on, guys! I I I love my Microsoft products, well, especially in the wake of Apple fucking up iWork.
1: Well, you know, I um, I I have to say I. I think they've finally done Office right. I've said that multiple yes. times in multiple places. They have done Office right. And it's the online version, frankly, is amazing to use. I think it's wonderful. Uh, my and, and I am pretty much moving away from Google Docs because, one, I've grown quite... I don't trust Google like I once did. Um, I mean, I still like to use uh, the Google+. Plus. I still enjoy that much more than I would anything like... Facebook <laughs> and you know I enjoy Google+ and I like doing the, the hangouts, uh, but other than that, I'm starting to think uh, I'm pulling back from Google I, I don't know there's something I don't trust about them anymore
2: something I don't trust about every tech company out there I, I think it's important to you know have faith in in these companies but not to necessarily trust them because once we do that, then we get into situations where you know, we may be put in a spot that we're not happy with. And, and once you put all your apples in one basket, like we do with Apple, and we get stuck in that ecosystem, it's impossible to get out of it. The one thing that I like about Google is, is the ease at which they allow you to move from, say, Android to iOS. Now, they don't do this and advertise this, but you can take something like the Google Play Store and and movies and so forth, uh, and television shows and music that you've purchased. There, well, there's an app on iOS. So if you want to move across to iOS, you're only going to lose your apps that you've purchased. But you can take your video content, your your television shows, and and your music across in in this other app that Google's actually developed I mean it's something that Apple doesn't do. That yes, they've got they've got iTunes for Windows, but there's no ability to play iTunes-based content on android which it just sucks i mean i i don't like that i don't like being locked into that garden i I like having the flexibility a bit more and, and i'm getting tired of being told well this is what you need and this is what you want so in one way i'm i don't trust google as you're saying kevin but i want to start trusting them more because i want the option to hey there, there's something better over there perhaps and if there is, I want to jump ship and know that I'm I'm safe and in control of of my account and what I purchased. And then if I'm not happy six months or a year later, I can move platform and take that stuff with me. And I think that's super important.
1: I well, no, I can understand that, but it, I don't know. There's just and I can't completely explain what what the has changed my feelings towards Google. Although I do have one one instance. I finally hooked up my Chromecast last weekend. I've had it for. I don't know, three, two or three months anyway I got it on special uh, For like $25 from uh, uh, Amazon one day I got it in a fire safe <laughs> Odd combination, but that's what I bought And I hooked it up And I found one interesting thing Now I can, uh, I've been able to Push video from my phone To my TV My TV has the YouTube app I have the Roku has the YouTube app Hell, even my Wii U has the, Wii, the the YouTube app so that I can stream video and stuff from YouTube. Uh, but I, I finally hooked up the Chromecast, and I noticed something that when I sent video, when you cast it, as they say, from your browser, the Chrome browser to the TV, it's better quality than I can get anywhere, any other way on YouTube. It's a higher quality. And I and in the full screen looks better. Everything looks better. It's sharper. It's crisper. And I'm going. You know they're doing a little bit of traffic priority here. <laughs> you know if they own the Google Chrome. And I know Mike has a Google TV. Have right. you ever noticed that?
0: Hmm. I guess I don't look that close because you could I, you could probably put HD and SD up there unless it looks really bad. I probably wouldn't notice a difference because I just don't look that close at the video. But. um yeah, and you know you're talking about uh Google. I like my Google TV and I, I I'm anxiously looking forward to the Android TV to see what they've got because uh you know they say you know we were talking about Goog- uh the kind of the creepy factor of Google. And you know some of the things that it brings up. Um now I do like my Google TV and I wish they would keep supporting it, but you know they're going to switch over to Android TV. But the nice thing about that is you can uh, uh, it, it's got cable pass through so you can uh You don't have to be switching inputs if you want to watch, um, like, Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. It's all, you know, one unit there. And the nice thing is you can do a search. And so let's say you want to watch, uh, oh, like, say, The Big Bang Theory. It'll bring up and say it's available, you know, for streaming here. It's available for rent here. It'll tell you all the different places that you can find stuff. So if you're at your TV, you don't have to bring up your computer or your your tablet or whatever. And uh, I use Can I Stream It A Lot? And, uh, you know, look on there and it'll tell you where it's available. You can do it on your uh, Google TV uh, and it'll show you all that information. And the same way when we're doing um, Sci-Fi Tech Talk, we use Google Docs for our Uh, show notes and stuff, and over on the sidebar, they have their, I forget what they call it, but basically, um, it's research that they'll put there for you, so they'll have links to, like, maybe the IMDB for that episode, or, you know, some uh, interesting stuff. So, they make it handy for you, uh, but, yeah, you you do wonder, what are they doing behind the scenes? What are they doing with your information? What do they know about you? Because, and I don't know if it's Amazon, or if it's Google, or a little of both, but I know I've been looking at stuff, like, say, on Amazon, and I go to another website, and the information is there. And I think, you know, Google may play into that to a certain extent. So, you know, what companies know about you is a little mm, disconcerting. But, you know, I've always just kind of lived my life thinking that, you know, one day I'm going to stand before God and have to explain a whole lot of crap. So I try to live my life accordingly and not worry too much about what companies know about me. So,
1: Yeah, I I I know and you know session cookies and all that stuff listeners we 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 understand those things and how they're tracking us across the web but I don't know like I said I I don't want to beat a dead horse but um I there's something about Google that I'm just just pulling back a little bit I haven't I haven't pulled completely away but I as much of an advocate as I was for Google Docs you know the were uh, their uh uh spreadsheet and all all those things and and sent a lot of people that way when it first came out, but I I don't know. Now I'm pulling back and I'm saying, hey, you know how to use Microsoft Word, which let's face it, 95% of the people on the planet know how to use Microsoft Word. Go get a a OneDrive account. You get a free version of Word. It's easy to use. It's an online version, and it actually does probably 80% of what most people want to do anyway, so... But anyway, I, again, don't want to beat a dead horse because I don't like to rant now. Oh, I don't. Folks, we do have somebody here that, that occasionally likes to rant. So Mike and I both have our comfortable chairs right? and, and we've got, Mike has on his asbestos underwear. Uh, I'm going commando just to make things safe and easy. So the breeze blows across. <laughs> but uh, I think Mark has maybe a, a slight thing that he wants to talk about.
0: Okay, shields uh, off.
2: Okay, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh God, he's channeling so so it peaceful. now. I'm channeling. Oh
1: buddy, pardon me. Oh,
2: uh, oh, my. <laughs> I. You know what? I'm going to try and do this. God, I want to say it without swearing, and I don't think I can. But <laughs> I don't think you can
0: oh. either. Oh, we'll take a bet. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true.
2: Okay, so anyway, I had a um, a problem with Apple customer support recently. So I, I bought a TV series, and I think we spoke about it last week. It was TJ Hooker, the, the one with William Shatner in it. Great, you know, probably his best work outside of Star Trek. Probably his only work that you want to see outside of Star Trek, for that matter. <laughs> uh, well, and some of the movies, the later movies, Generations. Ugh. Just, actually, Generations and, and, and um, oh, what was that awful one where, where they were trying to get Spock to sin, um, sin
0: row 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 your boat. Um, come on, Mikey. You know this sci-fi text. Oh, talk? we just uh, watched. Yeah, I listened to it on. Um, is that the one with the whales in it? Come on. Or what no, it, no, uh, that's
2: the one after the whales in it. That the one oh. with the whales. in It wasn't too bad. It, it's the one that uh, Shatner actually oh. um, directed and produced, or just directed. And
0: uh, uh, just I have a problem it, with names. It's the one with uh, the the Klingon home planet blows up, isn't
2: it? Um, it's the one where spot where we find out that Spock has a half brother,
0: right? Oh yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was one of the bad ones. Cause it's, uh, I think odd numbers is, uh, um, uh, I think the good, uh, e- odd numbers are good and even numbers kind of suck.
2: Yeah. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd, well, until the latest, uh, series of movies, they're both pretty good. Anyway. So I, I bought TJ hook and get back on topic, Mark. <laughs> And um, so two episodes, episode four and five from season one had lip sync issues. Now, I contacted Apple customer support just to find out, hey, did you know about this? What can be done? I wasn't really expecting anything. I wasn't after a refund or anything like that. Anyway, I got stuffed around for an hour with the online customer support and was patronizing because they were telling me, oh, you know, uh, you know, I'm on your side, but can you please jump through my hoop? Can you please delete and re-download and and look again? And it's like, you don't believe me because you're asking me to do all this stuff and you're patronising me. You're kissing my ass. I'm not an average consumer. I'm a pro high-end user that's been with your company since the mid-1990s, and I'm smarter than you. You're not a genius. Neither are the geniuses in the Apple store. They're not geniuses. Hell, the three of us could walk over any one of them. Any day of the week. They're not juniors. They've just got a little name tag with juniors and wear a stupid bloody shirt. That's all it is. Kevin's already laughing at me. (laughs) And I haven't even started the ramp part yet. Anyway, so I go back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, I end up just getting this, this really, really rude woman in Apple customer support. And I've asked my complaint to be escalated several times now and she keeps coming back and knocking me back and saying that you know i'm the managing representative with that with itunes billing support blah 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 so i know what i'm talking about blah 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 and you're not getting any higher than me my god but she doesn't know what she's damn well talking about you know what she goes and and she says you know well look you know we can't we've had our engineers look at it and they said that there's nothing wrong uh it must be your internet connection and I said, no, it's not my internet connection. I've got a good speed internet connection. I can download high-definition content and stream it without a problem. GSE Junius, absolutely. Thank you, Kevin. So I can, down, I can download um, high-def content without a problem. So it's not the internet connection. And, like, I could go from one episode, yep, play it, and lip-sync issues. And then i go to the, the episode three, for instance, play it, stream it, no issues. Go back to episode four, issues. It's definitely something in the manufacturing uh, from Sony's side that, that has pushed this content out. And they're just, Apple are not willing to see that. They're trying to pass the buck. They're trying to say, oh, it's your internet connection, when I know damn well it's not. And even when I download it fully, there's still a lip sync issue. And it's like, Apple customer support must think I'm a bloody moron. Once you download it, provided it's downloaded fine, you're not, decoding it for playback shut up guys god why are we doing video with this they're laughing at me okay let's look at it this way so downloads off the server you guys are a pain in the ass (laughs) (laughs) oh boy so downloads off the server but once it's on my computer my computer then extracts that that encapsulated information So it it doesn't matter. Yes, streaming, I could understand perhaps if there was a bit of a delay or something. Yeah, there could be an issue, but I've downloaded it. I've done it on multiple computers. No problem. Anyway, so she turns around and she asks if I'd like a refund, but doesn't tell me that I'm going to lose all the episodes that work fine. So I go, okay, well, you know, sure, you know, I'll take a refund. You know, perhaps I didn't think about it because it's like, well, you know, refund means you give up the right to have the, the property. I understand that. But the, the problem is that, you know, there, there was no other options. There was no, I oh, will give you a credit for those two episodes or just a refund for those two episodes. She actually said to me that it's exactly the same as if you went and bought a DVD in the store, you return it for a refund and, and, and you give up the, the access to the DVD. And I turned around and said, well, guess what? I should go back and buy DVDs because this sucks. I didn't want to, to give up the content that was working fine. All I wanted to do was notify them of this problem. They offered a refund. They did not stipulate that I would lose access to it. And the stupid thing is, so the refund will take five to seven days to come back into my account. So it's not, it's going into my credit card, not into my iTunes account. Fucking ridiculous. And then she's turned around and she said, you know, the the best course of action is for you to repurchase the episodes that are working fine. And I'm like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? And it, Look, guys, this has been going on for days, and I've spent hours on this. And this is a, a, a matter of $12.99. I'm just, I'm so fed up with the customer service experience. If this is really a managing representative, as she likes to proclaim to be, my God, Apple is hiring the biggest pieces of donkey asses you can ever fucking imagine. I knew I couldn't get through it without bloody swearing.
1: <sighs> so, so are we to understand that you're a little distraught over this?
2: Largely upset. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm not distraught over losing it because I can buy it again. I, I don't give a fuck. You know, I can go in there and I can buy it right now. I don't care less and, and just put up with the lip sync. I'm disappointed in the arrogance. I'm disappointed in the um, insinuation that that I'm lying, that I'm causing the problem. I'm, I'm disappointed that. You know, they've treated me like a commoner, for lack of a better term. And I'm sorry if there's commoners listening to the podcast, but my vision of a commoner is you come to Apple, you'll buy their stuff while they're they're great, and then if Android comes out with something better, you're going to jump ship. I've been with this company for 20-plus years as a, a consumer buying all their shit, and I don't expect to be treated like this with disrespect I don't expect to to be ignored. I don't expect to, uh, you know, just have this kind of attitude come through. It's just I've got an issue with the attitude, and I've also got an issue with the fact that they offered the refund but did not stipulate what the refund would entail. Now, perhaps I'm dumb. Perhaps I should have known that a refund would mean, uh, you know, giving up, you know, rights to it. But that should not be assumed. Because at different times, I've been given credits against my iTunes account, like when I bought apps or something, and then they haven't worked or they've updated, and I've said, guys, the update breaks the app. Well, then they've they've said, oh, well, we'll give you this credit. I think I even got a refund once, and I could still keep the content. It's still there for me to download. So it's almost like there's something funky going on there that they've
0: changed their policy or something. Two things. You know, first of all, we've always heard these wonderful stories about Apple hardware. People go into the stores, uh, you know, to have their computer fixed or something, and you hear something about, uh, we couldn't fix it or we couldn't do something, so we'll give you this different one. And oh, by the way, you got an upgrade or something like that. You've heard all those wonderful stories like that. So something about this, and I don't know, maybe it's the difference between the hardware side and and the entertainment side of Apple. Uh, I don't know if they fall under the same... Uh, guidelines for stuff, or if it's something different, and you know, working in phone support that is a different, you know, type of thing. Uh, my daughter works for uh, uh, phone support for uh, um, for a company that contracts the credit cards and she has to deal with stuff. So, I, I, you know, understand kind of what they have to do and some of their limitations, but uh, you know, and you know, on last week's uh, NAMP, I said something about should we be uh, you know. As Apple users, do we feel that we have to buy stuff uh, like uh, entertainment stuff from Apple? And I said I haven't, really. And you know, I've said that I've been using Amazon a lot. And as a counterpoint to yours, there's been a few times for when doing movies for uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk uh, I've used a service called Hit Bliss, where basically you watch uh, a bunch of commercials, you earn some credits, and then you can turn around and use them to rent movies or whatever, or buy TV shows through Amazon. So I've done that a few times. And a few days later, I've watched the movie, uh, and I'll get this letter from, uh, from Amazon. I haven't even contacted them. And they've said things like, oh, uh, we see that uh, you had trouble watching that last movie, so we're going to refund your money. I didn't even call them. I didn't even notice Mm -hmm. that there was a problem. And some of the times it may have been, I think one time I was trying to use my Google TV box. I changed my audio inputs. It was being a royal pain in the butt. So then I switched over and watched it on my computer, and like I said, using this HitBliss thing, I had it wasn't even my money that I'd gotten back. It was you know this stuff that I'd earned through HitBliss, so they credited the the money back to my account, even though it wasn't technically my money. And that happened, oh man, two maybe three different times. And like I say, I didn't even contact them. It was the company getting a hold of me. And like I say, uh, I. I've been on the Amazon crack here, and you know maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's kind of the same issue with Google. Maybe we ought to be careful, especially now when you see what they're trying to do with the uh, publishing companies and trying to strong-arm different people, which is probably a completely different discussion, and some of the tactics that they're using. But when it comes down to being a consumer... It's that kind of stuff that will be brand loyalty. If you have to go in there and have a bitch fest with an Apple person and Amazon contacts you out of the blue and say, oh, we saw you had problems. Here, have, you know, accept this, uh, you know, uh, as an apology or whatever. Who do you think people are going to start to gravitate towards?
2: Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that it's just companies need to provide customer support and it sounds like Amazon's got it in in bucket loads and I'm sure there's probably people who are listening who say, ah, you know, I've had bad experience with Amazon and so forth. And I can't get those Amazon services out here either. So I'm also a little bit restricted for um, the ability, the the variety. Like I've looked on the Google Play Store, which we have in Australia, and and this TV series isn't there. But I'll tell you what it, it makes you want to do because this TV series tj hooker it's um it's not produced on dvd at the moment it's out of print worldwide um and it just makes me want to turn around and say you know what stuff and i'm going to go to pirate bay and i'm going to pirate the content i don't want to i don't like to have to yes mike's acting like a pirate the but you know it, it's one of these things it, it's like i'm happy to spend my money but when a problem occurs, why are they making me jump through hoops? Why are they treating me with such disrespect? And, and you know, I, I've been really nice with them up until the last couple of emails when I've asked, hey, you know, I want to escalate this claim. I want to talk to your boss. And I, I just keep getting back an, an email saying, I am the managing representative of iTunes billing. And uh, please understand, I'm actually reading from the email now, please understand I'm fully empowered by Apple to make decisions, uh, decisions on issues relating to the iTunes Store, and uh, oh, and she also goes on arrogantly to say, "Although you asked me to transfer to another manager, they won't provide you with a different answer." What the stupid woman doesn't fucking understand? I don't want a different answer. I want retribution to say you fucked up. No, just you did not same... provide me with the information, and you would, you, you would talking down to me you were treating me like an idiot
1: and the only people that are allowed to treat you like an idiot are mike and you I, guys
0: that's yeah, yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> no is this just uh, one base well i mean after you got escalated is this one person you've been dealing with or does this seem like it's kind of a strategy that's not exactly the right I, word but, yeah
2: but, a strategy that they, they don't want me getting any higher on the totem pole absolutely mike and and that's the right. thing it's like so I spoke to just a generic person initially and that was even a bad experience because she had to keep going and talking to someone else. And then this other woman came on once it went from the live chat to the, the email chat. And then this one, I can't get above her. She won't understand. I want to talk to your boss. I I don't care about talking to another manager. I care about talking to the person who approves your check each and every single week. And, and you know, so that I can say that, you know, the, the experience that has been given to me is not good. And, you know, whether they right. do anything or not, it doesn't matter. But she will not let me go the next level up to make that formal complaint. Oh, she's given me the link to, you know, give feedback, provide feedback like, you know, that, that generic link that you can just find on the web that, you know, if you're having a problem, give some feedback. I don't want that. I want access to a real person who she has to answer to, male or female, it doesn't worry me who, but I just want to say, hey, this is not good enough, you're not treating your customers with respect, you're not listening to your customers, and, you know, they're accusing me of lying about it. Oh, we, we're on your side. Um, no, you're not, because then you're saying, oh, look, it's the telecommunications company. No, it's not. Oh, well, our engineers can find anything wrong with it. Really? And I've asked for proof. I've said, well, can you provide me proof via another method instead of iTunes? Prove to me that you've got content on the Apple servers that it, you know, that, that doesn't have a problem. Give me a link so that I can stream it through QuickTime or, or give me a link to a Dropbox file. Prove to me that you're not bullshitting me, that you're not passing the buck, that you're not just saying this to get rid of me. And, and I get nothing. I just, I just keep getting a slap in the face. And it's over twelve dollars ninety nine. I don't even care about the money. I just wanted to notify them to see whether or not it was an issue and see what could be what could be done. I, I didn't really want a refund. I, you know, I wanted this season. But, but what do you do? I mean,
1: Well now, here's something they always. You, I hear it said on multiple things when you don't get happy, and this doesn't apply just to Apple. it Applies to any company. There's usually a. Tim at com. Send something up to the Tim Cook's office. You know, just go straight to the top, complain, tell them what's going on, you know, how you feel you were mistreated, how you documented. were talk- documented, how you were talked down to, all this stuff. Send it straight to the top, and I guarantee you'll get some sort of response. It still may not be what you want, but you're going to get a response. I guarantee Right.
0: And you know, yeah. like I said, with my daughter doing uh, phone support like that, they rate them. They rate these people on how well they handle calls. And you know, okay, proud papa moment here. She's got a pretty good rating there because she has to deal with people. and like I say, a lot of these are people uh, problems with their credit cards, so they're going to be a little frustrated, a little torqued off, and she you know has to handle them. And she's had a few you know I think that's gone up to the next level. But basically, they said you know this was you know basically done right or whatever. Uh, and she's not telling me specifics, so nobody has to freak out about there. She's just talking in generalities there. And she had a, a supervisor that uh, she didn't turn off her mic uh, in time and the customer heard, you know, and it was just some sort of, you know, frustration she let out. She got sacked um, for saying that. Uh, and so you know, a lot of these companies take phone support Seriously. And I'm just mm. surprised, you know, with Apple and who knows, maybe Apple is contracting with somebody because, again, this company that my daughter works for contracts with credit cards. So it's not owned by the company themselves. Maybe this is somebody Apple is contracting with. And maybe this is something that, uh, you know, like, like I say, you know, Tim, at, uh, or like Kevin said, Tim at Apple. Uh, dot com, maybe he needs to know. Maybe they need to look into this service uh, if they're, you know, contracting with somebody, which I, I'm willing to bet in all likelihood they probably are. And maybe they yeah. need to go look at that. Because, you know, you've seen, we've heard all heard the stories about how they'll go over to uh, China. They'll go into their phone factories there. They'll look at the stuff that's going on there, make sure the workers are treated well. They have this kind of history there that about, you know, a corporate mentality of treating the customers well. And when we hear things like this, like say i i I don't know if we'll ever quite find out what's going on, but my gut kind of tells me it's somebody that app a service uh, Apple has contracted with, and and maybe it's just a very small part of it maybe it's not even the whole service, but you know maybe there's just uh you know that segment of that office is having a bad day or their you know internal struggles. who knows uh, you know we're dealing with a bunch of uh, messy meat sacks here, and we all have our own problems that we bring to our job or whatever but It would be interesting, though, just what exactly is going on there, because this just does not, you know, sound like the legendary Apple we've heard of.
2: It it doesn't, and it just, you know, it's not that that nice, kind, generous customer service that Apple likes to showcase in the stores or online or in advertising. It's just none of that. And if I'm experiencing this, you know, imagine what other people are experiencing. So it's just one of these things. It's just left the a very distasteful flavor uh, in my mouth over this this whole scenario. It's just, it's really disappointing. And, uh, you know, I've got to be clear. It is one person. She won't let me go to anyone else. It is one person. And I just, you know, it, it's not about someone else giving me a different answer. It's about I want to tell someone else how badly you're doing your job and you won't give me the tools to do that. So, it's, it's now become the, the principle of the matter, not any anything else. So it's just purely the principle of the matter. I, I don't care about the money. I don't care about the content. I can re really buy it again and just tolerate it and put up with it. I care about the attitude. I care about the disrespect. And, um, you know, I, I just don't think it, it's appropriate. And it, it honestly, it makes me want to move away from, from Apple and, and go and look at other companies and so forth. The only reason why I won't do that is because I'm so locked into the Apple ecosystem. And if I wasn't locked into the Apple ecosystem, I'd jump ship. If I was on Android and this kind of thing was happening, I'd jump ship. But I can't with Apple. And this is something that I I fear, and I I know that we're all Apple users, and and I know that Kevin and Mike are a little bit more flexible and, and use different platforms more so than I do. But can I ask you guys, are we stupid? Are Apple users stupid? I mean, we we get rolled out. This is the iPhone, and the iPhone size you have to have, and we only have one kind of version of it. And if you don't don't like it too bad, are we being treated like children and Fisher and 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 we're buying Fisher Price toys? Are we gullible? I mean, it, it, is it? Uh, you know, in, instead of. Steve Jobs saying here's to the crazy ones was that here's to the gullible ones. Yeah,
1: that, that's an interesting thing.
2: Um,
1: but you know, now, again, I, I, I have to move around for work because I have to use Windows at work, but I like Mike Dabble in Windows, I Dabble in Linux, I da- and I, I prefer to use the, the Apple ecosystem. Um, and I know, I understand the point that you're saying, you know, are we being... Uh, like cattle led to the slaughter or something like that. Are we being herded? Yeah. It's not that we can't break away, but I I think with me, and and, and purely this is me, the, the reason I don't break away, even when I get pissed off about things or something like that is, it's the overall experience. You know, I can take a couple instances just like what you've got right now and get really pissed off at any one thing and and then i would just get torqued off just like the phone you could easily get pissed off hell i'm still using an iphone 4 could i do better yes but you know what it just works i i don't see any need to change something like that so
0: you know it well and like i say i uh, i dabble and you know uh and it's not you know that i'm being led anywhere by any one company it's the plus and minuses of each thing ios Uh, because, well, it's the same way with uh, the Mac uh, computer, too. You have Apple builds for a specific set of hardware so they can control the experience, but they can also control, you know, the environment, so you're going to have a for the most part, usually, you're going to have a pretty solid experience on iOS and OS X because Apple's controlling the hardware, they're controlling the experience. Now, the thing on uh, Android, uh, you don't, uh, it they're trying to create an operating system to run on multiple different platforms. So it may be a little slower. It may be a little jankier, but you do have more freedom there. You can sit there and put things on your, uh, on your uh, home screen there. You can put widgets on there. Um, So you do have more freedom and I've kind of gone into this, you know, I think both you guys, you've started all Apple. And so, yeah, you do have a lot of stuff involved, uh, invested in that. I've kind of started, I, I had my, uh, I don't remember what I had first. I think I had my um, uh, iPod Touch first, but then I got an uh, Android tablet. And what I was doing was I would find uh, usually the free programs that would exist in both platforms. So I could go jump from one to the other and use the same software there. And so I've kind of gone into this uh, balancing things between Android and iOS. So I have kind of a, I'm not heavily invested in either one. Uh, I bought some software, you know, on. Uh, uh, on both platforms, but I've tried to go more free because I'm just basically cheap and broke part of the time. <laughs> but that's the way I've kind of, yeah, that's kind of the way that I've gone into this is just not being heavily invested in either one. So I can switch from one to the other and you know, it depends on what experience I want. If I want to be able to nerd out, go in there, and just kind of start playing with things, Um, I'll jump over to Android. But, you know, my phone, I want a good, solid experience. I use it at work. I want to be able to pull it open, get to the stuff I need, not have things go you know, uh, fall over and die. So I'm going to, you know, unless the, you know, no, I think I'll probably stick with iPhone, but tablets, I've got my Fire tablet on, and I have an iPad. Um, and I'm just going to sit there and be fickle and play around with whatever I want. I'm not going to necessarily commit to anybody. And like I say, if um, if for some reason Apple does start turning sour here, I can you know go a different direction. And if uh, things change or if I get tired of Android, I can go back. So like I say, I'm not necessarily locked in.
2: Yeah, you know what, Mike? I think you're much smarter than I am. Because um, you know, I've just I've gone too heavily invested into into Apple and iOS.
0: Yeah, was this was this a this was in dispute? Well, no, it wasn't in dispute. (laughs) I
2: just wanted to say for the listeners.
1: Okay, okay. (laughs)
0: Thank you. I I thought I wasn't clear about something there in our pregame speech or whatever. Okay
2: yeah yeah it, you know it's just it's one of those things look when apple works well uh it, it, it's a great experience we can all agree with that it, it's absolutely wonderful but then when you have something like this it's just distasteful it's not nice and it's not a happy user experience it's it's a shame but you know what semi rant over i'll make another rant for namp as well hopefully that one won't well that one can't be explicit so We'll see uh, when I record an amp on Tuesday if anything changes by then. But uh, I I doubt it because this woman is just, she's a ball breaker. She just does not want to give up her power and tell me who her damn boss is or or inform her boss that I've got a problem. Oh, I'm the iTunes whatever manager. And it's like, uh, yeah, uh, you do realize that there's always someone above you until you get to Tim Cook? And then there's always someone above him. It's called the board of directors and the shareholders. Yeah. There's what, always someone answerable to
0: someone. Give me uh, your boss. Yeah. If you want to be a smartass, just write a letter back to her saying, uh, dear iTunes goddess. Uh, <laughs> <and> go <laughs> from
1: but I, I have to ask a question, and I, this is probably going to sound rude when I ask it, but I'll explain myself if I have to. Is she obviously Australian?
2: I don't know. I mean, her name's Lisa, but because I haven't spoken to her on the phone, this has just been an email. Oh, I thought you said
1: you had spoken to her.
2: No, 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 no. Live chat, live uh, chat um, on, okay. on the um, on the computer. That's how okay. it all started, and then it went on to email um, when they were looking into it further. So I don't know where this person is. Like, you know, it, it may be a case that hey, I'm their server. Somewhere in the world, that file is fine. But is that the version I'm getting? And I don't know. I, I mean, I I assume that there's there's one big server farm and we all get the exact same stream. But then I don't think this TV series is available for you guys in the US. Um, it may be, but I, I can you guys have a look, actually, while we're just uh, typing TJ Hooker and see if it comes up? Because... I, you know, I don't it,
1: like to type "hooker" into a search thing on my computer, <laughs> especially with Google. Yeah,
2: <laughs> with Google, yeah. If you've got Safe Search off, that's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, you can get into a bit of trouble with the other half uh, doing that. But um, you know, it, it, look, it's just I I I wish I I you know sort of knew like, and you know, she's got here Eastern Time. Uh, you know, my office hours are three thirty PM to twelve thirty AM. I think she's actually in the US because EST time is US-based, even though we've got a a EST, so Australian Eastern Standard Time. So I think she's in the eastern uh, side of the United States. And I just wonder, you know, because the hours are 3.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. Well, right now in Australia, it's 11.35 a.m., so it's outside her working hours. Um, So, I mean, I'd have to assume that, well, it's someone in the US. So my question is, well... Do I get what comes down off the U.S. server? It's just the Australian version of it, or is it a completely different file? Because if it's a completely different file, maybe the Australian version has an issue, but the American version doesn't. I don't know.
1: Well, here's two things to think about. One, if it is the Australian version, see, it's going backwards anyway, just like the toilets, but that's a whole difference.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, don't start with that. Tim Shadon gave me the shits with a comment about backwards yesterday. I'm getting the shits with those backwards comments. They're funny sometimes, but when I'm on a rant and when I'm pissed off, they are not funny, guys.
1: And you should see his face turning red, folks. But here's here's a question for you. And and I'm putting on my troubleshooting hat after 20-some-odd years in the IT business. Um, So you said there were, like, a couple episodes that were good, like every other episode. First
2: three, no problem. Last two lip sync issues and bad i'm not talking just small i'm talking from minute one all the way through uh you know a car door slammed and you'd see the door go and then it would slam like a second and a half later it was really bad
1: all right so here's this is just me and probably i mean you're not out that much and you say it's not the money's the issue No. can you buy the the principle can you buy just the single episode and see if it's better
2: I know you. Uh on, on like the U.S. store.
1: Well, I don't know anywheres.
0: It, is, is it on the U.S. store? Did you guys have a, a Mike, look for Mike's, me? Mike's having a look. I'm I'm trying to find it there, and I'm not seeing it in iTunes here. Uh, you know what? I I might just send you a link to the Australian one. This
2: probably won't work, but let's see if we can send a link from the Australian store. What did I do there? I I did something stupid, which is usual for me. Yeah, you know, I always kill the internet. So I'm going to pass across this link to you guys. Okay. And um, just, you know, that's the Australian version. Um, I wonder if I actually changed the domain. Instead of AU after the com and the forward slash, what's the US? Is it just US? I don't know. Maybe try that one.
1: I don't even think it's,
2: there is nothing. I think if you just take that out, take that out completely. Okay, well, let's try that. Who knows? I'd, look, you know, I'd, I'd love okay. for it to be on, on the U.S. store because then I could buy it oh. on the U.S. store or I could uh, get one of you guys to, to buy it and have a look for me and I'll give you the money. But right at this point in time, it seems that it's only on the Australian store. I don't
0: even know if it's on the U.K. store. Um. um. I got a link. It says, item uh, you've requested is not currently available in U.S. store.
2: Yeah, so it looks like it's it's just Australia at the moment. Or, you know, um, so see, that, that also makes me wonder, well, where, where's their file coming from? And if they're in the U.S. and, and this is the Australian, I, I mean, how does this all work? I, I don't know, and I don't think Apple's clear enough on, on stuff like this. It's... Um,
1: yeah, I don't see it there either. I was just looking too.
2: Yeah, so see so that's a shame because I can't I can't even compare. You know, hey, guess what? I got something that you guys can't get na 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 and and it doesn't happen often, so I have gotta do a happy dance.
0: <laughs> but Mark, it sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate the rain on your parade, but you know if you can't it watch sucks. it, or if you're getting yeah, if you're getting whizzed on like a urinal cake down there about this whole thing, you know, um, you know and that's the problem, and that's that is a frustrating part because if you do want to watch it, well, you know I think we've kind of more or less had that different rant at different times because uh, I've always been about being able to watch what you watch what you want when you want and where you want to watch it and the fact that we have these boundaries across the world that some countries can't watch certain things and you can only watch on certain devices or you know like in the case of TV you have to be there when it's on to watch it you can't uh, without you know either breaking laws or you know paying money for a DVR or something like that you can't record it and watch it later it's just that kind of stuff that just drives you insane yeah, in, it, and in it Mark's a,
1: case it's a short drive.
0: Okay, well. <laughs> or a stroll. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, it it's one of those things. Look, when they, they stripped um music of DRM, that was the best thing for music lovers of, of buying and purchasing digital music. Because well, now if we get the shits with the iPod or if Apple decides to stop producing, say the classic, well we can switch across to a competitor and and, and keep going and, and be quite happy. Or do whatever we want. But films and tv shows they're still locked and and some with right. books they're still locked um you know sony recently as well um you know killed their ebook reader and you know it's like well what happens to stuff that people bought through the sony ebook store and stuff it's like what you just got to throw that out now when your your sony ebook dies because it's a specific drm that's not compatible with other devices it, it's like i don't know i i i'm'm I'm, I'm starting to get that that really bitter feeling about technology in general I think it it's just too many hoops to jump through to enjoy something
1: you like, you've I, moved over to being an angry apple bastard now or something like that
2: you know what those those guys need me on one episode so I can really let loose <laughs> uh, yeah look you know i I'm I'm not angry per se. I mean, look, I, I, lo- I love my MacBook Air and I love my iPhone, and when they work, they're great. But when you've got to deal with stupid people sometimes, and I, I want to say people, because there's some great, you know, support people out there. I've I've gone into the Apple store and, and been pleasantly surprised with, oh wow, you do that, and I didn't even expect that. Wow, awesome. You know, and then sometimes you just get arrogant assholes dealing with you. And look, I know a company the size of Apple can't monitor every single little thing, but you know, when a consumer turns around and says, hey, I want to talk to your boss, you damn well give me your boss. Don't sit there and argue about, oh, I can act on behalf of iTunes. No, you can't.
1: Yeah. and I, Again, I, I, I empathize, I understand your position. Um, and that's the tactic that uh i see a lot of people take again not just with apple skip top of top of pile and just like in my business the shit always runs downhill so if you mm. start at the top drop the load there it will run back down so to speak
2: yeah i think it's about time i did that there's no use emailing this woman for a fourth time asking to be put on to your boss it it just it's not going to help it's not going to do anything Filling out that customer service form, that's not going to do anything. So when I get a bit of time over the weekend, I think I'll, I'll collect all the information together and, and email Tim Cook directly. And his team hopefully will, will see that and be able to, to do something. I, do, I, don't, I, I just want recognition that, hey, you were treated badly, and we're really sorry about this. We're really sorry about the attitude that came across from our representative uh, that it should not have been handled in that manner. I don't want them to give me anything for free. I don't want them to give me a refund. I just want recognition that, hey, she was in the run. She has been dealt with. Full stop end of the story. Go about your life. So that's now, what I'm
0: after. I'm going to assume that you're not going to play the podcaster card and warn them that seven-fifths of our listeners are going to uh, <laughs> you know, storm Apple you know- and –
2: I look, I, I could claim that and I could also claim, you know, that I, I can write for Mac observer and I, I can, you know, write a feature article and really, you know, put out some negative stuff. But, um, you guys are weird. Um, they're, they're playing with their fingers. I don't know. You know, I, I, I could go down that track and I could go down the podcasting route and say, Hey, listen, I'm going to abuse you guys on here if you don't do this, but I don't like playing that card because I don't, I don't believe it's appropriate. I, I, I just believe, hey, you know address it a certain way, yes, I will say something about it on these podcasts. I will get angry whether or not they link me to that. that's their choice i you know I'm sure that no one ever listens to my podcast that works at Apple anyway uh so it's one of those things. I don't think my podcast throws any sort of weight or influence around with regards to apple in in the corporate sphere. It it has influence on on end users, but not on Apple. So, you know, I'll I'll certainly inform everyone the troubles I've been having. And I'd love to hear anyone else, you know, um, if they've had trouble, let me know. Um, It's just one of those things. I just want retribution.
1: Now I'm thinking it. Now I'm hearing that old song in my head The Troubles I've Seen. What I can't remember.
0: (laughs) Uh, Nobody knows. The Troubles I've seen. Seen. Nobody knows the sorrow. Now there's dogs somewhere banging their heads against the ground, <laughs> going to make it stop.
1: Well, well, the reason they're banging their head against the down because it feels so good when they stop. You know, it's,
0: it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you
2: know this this kind of thing really makes me concerned. I mean, I've got a, a, a reasonable amount of content from iTunes, but I. I get really concerned with Tim Chatham, for instance, and I know Tim doesn't have any concerns and he's a young fella and he loves to live life free Uh, and just, you know, free and easy and everything's going to be fine, but he's got over 500 movies through iTunes that he's purchased. And I just, I don't know, I really fear for content when it gets that large, and I'm sure he's not the only one, but I, I fear for what happens when he's not satisfied with iTunes anymore and he's not satisfied with an Apple TV anymore. When there's something better somewhere else, you, you've got, you, you've lost all that money. You've got no way to do anything with
0: it. Well, I have a question. It's not a criticism of Tim or anybody else, uh, you know, that buys stuff, but you know, if you bought 500 movies, do you go back and watch them all. Cause I think that's what I was kind of talking about. You know, when we were on, when I was on NAMP with you last week is that, um, the, the movies that I want, you know, if I was concerned that they ever would go away, I would buy it on physical media. We do have a few of those around here. Uh, and it's, a, you know, for me, it's a pretty small number. I mean, I do like to watch movies, but the ones that I would want to watch over and over again is probably, you know, under 100, probably even under me, you oh, know, maybe 20. I don't know. You know, the ones that I would I'd really be sad if I never saw again. Most of the times, uh, I'll rent a movie. Most of the time, I'll do Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever. You know, it's not important for me to have all this stuff and um, uh, to have access to all this. You know, for most part, I'll watch it once, and then that'll uh, that won't be an issue. So, you know, I guess that's and you and you know, I know you like to have access to them and have uh, you know the physical stuff there, but then there's all that stuff that you do have to manage too. So, you know, I guess yeah. I think it's a matter of what you want um you know if you need to have it and and you you know you're going to watch it again yeah i would certainly buy it on a, a physical media but you know otherwise for me um for the most part it's going to be you know streaming or renting or whatever
2: yeah i'm yeah, I'm, I'm
0: definitely with you there and and look you know t- tim's it's his money
2: he's, he's got the right to spend it however right. he wishes i just I just worry if one day something happens and then he doesn't have access, if his account's hacked and, and it all gets wiped out or something. It, it just, it fears me because it's very much in the unknown. Right. And, uh, you know.
0: And he, e- even if you pass away, I don't know that that stuff is, you can necessarily uh, inherit it to your. Um, yeah, it's still a your gray family. area. Right. It's still very, very gray, especially out here in Australia. They still haven't
2: figured out how to actually, you know, put that into a law and and uh, and do that. But, Mike, I'm with you. I, I actually miss uh, renting a television series via iTunes because I actually was one of the people who would rent the TV series so that I didn't have to manage the big account or I, I didn't have ownership. It was a little bit cheaper. And, you know, yes, there are some things like you that I want, like I want my Star Wars, I want my Star Trek, that kind of stuff. But outside of that, if there's a a new movie coming out, um, you know, maybe that I want to see, okay, you know what, I'm happy to rent it. And then will I watch it again? Well, maybe not for five years, and then at that time I'll rent it again. Now, some people would say, well, maybe it won't be available on that service, but hopefully it'll be available somewhere. And hopefully as we uh, continue through um, and and things get more advanced, more movies and more television shows will be online more of the time. I mean, we've, we've yeah. seen iTunes grow their library over time and and just expand. So hopefully that expansion will stay there. But, yeah, you know, once you get 500 movies or more, it, it is then, you know, you're not going to watch certain movies um, and you'd have to watch a, a movie every day and then you still wouldn't get through them in a year. And, and when you sort of look at that, I, I know that then the argument's made, well, it's only $10, it costs $4 to rent it, mm-hmm. but... If you only watch it two or three times in your lifetime, you're pretty much on par anyway. Right.
1: Well, and, and and I'm like you too. I, I the stuff I want to watch over and over again, I have on physical media. Now I probably have. I know I have more physical media than Mike has, and I don't remember how much you divested yourself of your physical media, Mark, when you went through you that. Know,
2: I, I got rid of it all. When I when I went to iTunes uh, 10 years ago or so, I got rid of everything. Um, once the store came in, that's when I started to get rid of everything. Now I've gone back to the stuff I really want. I buy but uh, music on, on vinyl or CD uh, or on Blu-ray audio discs. So i have got that physical media. Uh, movies, uh, you know, if I'm really interested in it, it gets a Blu-ray purchase. If it's a so-so movie but I still want it, it gets a DVD. Um and, you know, I've gone back, but I haven't gone any, uh, you know, back, um, well, 10, 15 years ago, I had a collection as big as Tim's. Uh, really, when I look at it, I had maybe six, 700 movies that I owned on VHS and, and on DVD and so forth. But, I, again, it, it was something that I, I had held on to, and unless the house was broken into it or unless it burnt down, it it was still good, and it would still be usable today. Obviously, VHS is a bit harder to use today, but you can still buy VHS players. Uh, LG still makes one with the DVD built in. So, I mean, they're still around, and you can buy them secondhand and whatnot. But uh, I, I've gone back just, you know, because I, I don't... I'm starting to see holes in, in the iTunes ecosystem, in the cloud, and not only iTunes but, on, you know, in, in, up, in all digital platforms. You know, well, recently, and I'm sorry, Mike, I'll, I'll just finish no, this no, yeah, before I forget it. Um, you know, recently I had my credit card hacked and, you know, we got a call from the bank and they said, well, this company Amway in the United States has, um, you know, wanted to bill against your credit card, $0, that it came up and, and we've blocked it and, and we've cancelled your card. And it's like, ah, oh, great. So anyway, I had to go and get a new card and everything. But that's just uh, – and I'm very careful. And I only use a Mac to make online purchases. All my software is up to date. I check, you know, the security and everything. I check the, you know, the HTTPS and I check the little lock in the browser and everything. And still, somehow, my credit card information got, got through. It was either the, – the bank said it was either through Amazon or it was through Fishpond when I ordered – Uh, some stuff from either one Fishpond is uh, like amazon but an australian version of it and um so it's sort of the all you can eat buffet kind of site uh but one of those two sites the information got intercepted between leaving me and getting to their server so you know that's when i start to think well you know what geez we put a lot of reliance into this online digital stuff and and the cloud and the cloud computing and even cloud backup what happens when it goes wrong? I mean, this was just a small thing; they cancelled my card. But what happens if your whole account's hacked? You know, it's right. a real, it's a concern for me. And I know some people don't see it as a concern, but it, it, it's a real concern. It, it can be done. It can be hacked, and, and we should just be diligent and uh, and well, protect ourselves.
0: We're oh, yeah. at the, we're at the awkward stage right now, where because I think eventually. Uh, eventually we 're going to get to pretty much all digital media. I think there will still be some niche markets for you know physical media. but I think eventually it 's going to be all digital, and by that time, hopefully we 'll have those kind of kinks worked out because you know you know as much as well and I realize that a lot of that stuff can be ripped and stored. Uh, but you know, a lot of people they're going to want to take their iPad and watch something. They're not going to want to carry a DVD with them, or you know, a VHS player, or something, or you know, even a CD disc to listen to anything. So I, you know, I think the convenience is eventually going to, uh, you know, trump it. But the security and the um, uh, availability has to follow along, and that's kind of where we're at right now. We have a bunch of media companies that just don't quite want to make that switch they don't want to open it up i think if they were to allow easier access um you know throughout the world because i say you've got a, a problem there down in australia that you only are allowed certain things because of contractual you know um Situations that's been set up, and it is really frustrating. What do you do? So you know, if you can get your hands on physical media, yeah, that's what you're going to do, and that's you know your choice. But you know, we're just at that point when we're trying to get this stuff all figured out, all sorted out. Hopefully, eventually they'll get to you know universal agreements, one world agreements, whatever. Uh, and I know there's probably conspiracy theory people out there yelling about one world order, but that's a whole different thing. But we got to get to that point where. You know this stuff is available to everyone everywhere, and then you've got to figure out the services and the security, and uh, you know what, and iron out the stuff. What happens if your account gets hacked, or or what is what does happen to it if you pass away? Where does this stuff go? What do you do with it? Um, and that's the the issue. So
1: I don't think yeah. it, it, until they, I, I'm not going to be comfortable with it until they remove the DRM because that just frustrates the hell out of me right. I, I think I mentioned it not too long ago uh, one of the movies I got for Christmas and they were all on DVD Blu-ray combo packs The I decided to go with the digital download and I had it playing and as I want to do if I'm watching something when I'm at the computer working I watch it on the one monitor and then I'm working on the other two that's just the way I do it I know folks it sounds stupid but that's me but because my monitors are only connected via FireWire, oh, God forbid, you know, they're just fire They're not mm. HDCP compliant. So as soon as yep. I drug the window over, the you iTunes window, dry. No, no playback. And I'm going, I just sat here and downloaded a 3.2 gigabyte movie. I said, you know, that ticked me off that it was so huge it's like you people don't know how to rip movies and make them smaller come on dumbasses um you know so i did all that and then i couldn't play it so i said up yours i'm tired of this i i digital content as far as the movies goes and television shows i have bought a few off itunes but i won't do it i refuse to
2: right Yeah. And you know what, Mike, you mentioned a great point uh, before when you said that it's about convenience and it is definitely that convenience factor. Last night I bought off the iTunes store, The uh, the Simpsons Season 2. My daughter came home, she got an award at school and, and she's been interested in The Simpsons and it was cheaper than uh, buying the, the DVDs, plus I know that my daughter, if I bought the DVD, she wouldn't really play them. She wouldn't go and put them in the player and play them, whereas the iPad, she takes it everywhere with her. She loves the iPad. So you kind of go that way, and, you know, it, it is the convenience of everything, everywhere. And that's the problem, though, that we're, we're also losing quality in a way uh, because we're content with going for something less uh, rather than quality. If you look at MP3, the whole MP3 movement with music, the Napster and so forth, is awesome, absolutely awesome. MP3s are great. They're the modern-day cassette, but they still don't replace that really uh, well-produced CD or or Blu-ray audio disc or even vinyl. They just don't have that fullness of sound, that complete sound because the file is so small. But the convenience is there. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I listen to MP3s every day. And, you know, on, on my walks back and forth to, to dropping off and picking the, the kids up, you know, and I, I don't love it. But you know what? It's perfectly fine because there's traffic going around. And i can 't hear anyone i 've got a crossroads, so i don 't want to be dead, uh, so putting in noise cancelling <laughs> headphones would be well, you guys might want me dead, but that 's a different story just me noise not cancelling dead. headphones <laughs> noise cancelling headphones wouldn't work um, so you know for out and about it 's perfect, but for when you 're at home, sit in there, it doesn't cut the mustard, it just doesn't right. do the job well right. enough and and that's where I think. You know, Kevin, you mentioned, uh, you know, oh, can't they shrink the file down any more than a 3.8 gig file? Well, that 3.8 gig file on a Blu ray would be like 25, 30 gigs. So it's compressed massively from Blu ray. And yes, there is a difference. Blu ray is still a bit sharper. But, you know, on certain size screens, you can't see the difference anyway, let's be honest. And on, on the size screen I have, you can't see the difference. The iTunes stuff looks equivalent to the Blu ray stuff. But on 50 inches or bigger, then you're starting to talk about a, a, a different kettle of fish. So I think there's still going to be a, a place for that, that physical uh, media, but there's definitely convenience for the mainstream population for most people is going to win. They're happy to, to lose a little bit of quality and get it everywhere, uh, whereas I'm happy to do that to a certain extent, but I want my highest quality format as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I solved that problem by just being a digital heathen. I just, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, quality uh, isn't that important to me. Uh, my eyes are getting well; they're not horrible, but I mean, you know, they're. Um, I don't. I and the way I watch TV, I don't. I'm not, you know, like absorbed in the movie. I'm watching the movie. I'm listening to it, but I'm probably also maybe looking at my phone or my tablet or something. So it's not like I'm. If I was one of those people that actually stared at the movie and watched it, I could probably see all this stuff. Great. So, so that, um,
2: I, I, I consume movies that way. I, I yeah. put the iPhone down and, and, and right. consume it that way. Television shows, bit of hit and miss. I can, you know, depending what it is, and if I've seen it before, I can probably fiddle around with something else. But uh, generally, first time watching, no, I'm I'm just I'm stuck on mm. on watch mode. Um, And even listening to music, I I still sit there. And you guys would remember, you'd sit around the the turntable or the the cassette deck or the radio, and you'd sit there as a family and you'd just sit and listen. And I still do that. I honestly, every day, I sit down for about two hours every day uh, and just sit there and listen to some album I want and just, you know, just enjoy it. It's it's sort of therapy for my mind because otherwise I'm a, a crazy little angry Aussie dude that,
0: you know, With the toilet, I'd I'd explode. I'd go. Dude, stop with the (laughs) swirlies. Dude, more music. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) lots more music. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough hours in the day, but you know, whatever.
2: Probably not. you you know, what's funny? I actually downloaded an app called Headspace, Um, and and it's it's really quite funny. Yeah, Headspace. I'm like, I'm not kidding. It's on iOS. You have to uh, download Headspace. Yeah, well, anyway, what it is is... He's expanding.
0: It's, why, why do I podcast with these people? Because we're fun and enjoyable.
2: Uh, I'll give you this much. You are funny. Um, any, anyway, what it is is, is it's a, um, a meditation app, and you sit there for 10 minutes, and you go and you meditate. But I don't know. I haven't been able to get into it. It's like I, I can meditate with the music much better. Can you guys stop picking your noses with, with your middle fingers? <laughs> well, I mean, what the hell does that have to do with meditation?
1: Uh, no, that was a plate up
2: yours. Oh, <laughs> Hey, you know, we all
1: meditate, aren't we? Oh, buddy,
2: pod, me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why did I go there? You know what? I think the only reason why I podcast these days and why I go on social networks is to embarrass myself.
1: No, you can do that without doing either one of those. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but at least everyone doesn't know if I'm not on this well, platform. Yeah, yeah, but when
1: Gretel sends me the stuff that you do in public, that's even funnier.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and you see, if that's your stated goal to embarrass yourself, we're just facilitating the, you know, the uh, reaching of your goal here. We're doing you a favor by you know, making the best possible situation so that you can achieve the goal that you have set for yourself.
1: We're helping you to aspire to greater asinine things.
0: You know, and I've
2: got to say, look, you know, I can um, I can be a bit of a goofball. You guys know that. And I think it, it's oh, normal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, but it's one of those things. I, I like this avenue of being able to, you know, be goofy and be silly and and not be so serious because life can be serious. And, and yeah, we've had some serious chats today and in, in the past of, on different topics. But it's always good to have a joke and, and laugh at yourself. And, you know, it, it, if you take life too seriously, life starts to suck.
0: For the last time, no.
2: Let's do them bring up Honey Boo Boo.
1: <laughs> oh, have you watched the recent season of Honey Boo Boo?
0: I thought she was dead. No. No one's held a gun to my I head lately, so, so no. <laughs> Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> I actually have to admit I've watched a couple episodes of it again.
0: You are a sad sad man, Kevin. You know, maybe we need to start working on Kevin's issues. USB drives and honey boo-boo.
1: I feel but let's put it this way. The bad part is after I watch it, I feel better about myself. And for me to feel better about myself. Okay.
2: That, that is probably the only worthwhile thing anyone is ever going to get out of Honey Boo, Boo. And, and look, that's true to a certain extent. How many times do we watch a stupid show and go, well, at least we're not that?
1: Yeah. Or we watch shows because we can't stop, like Under the Dome, damn it.
2: <laughs> Under the Dome is excellent. It finally got exciting. Season 2, Episode 7 finally got exciting. It's like, Yes! Yes, it's uh, but of course it's com- well, it's completely different to the book. I mean, I
1: didn't it is, read, it didn't it's, read it's re- the. I didn't read the book. I
2: know. The, I know about just the story. Don't read the synopsis on uh, on Wikipedia. I did. There's enough information there to to tell you without reading the book. The, the book's great, but it's based on the book. It's not a representation of the book. It's not um, as. It, it's not like when uh, Pet Cemetery was made into the movie, and it was. Almost word for word the same, um, it, you know. Very different.
1: What pisses me off is I can't stop watching the damn thing.
2: But what? Why? I mean, you obviously enjoy it. Why? No, is that I pissing don't. You off? That, that doesn't make any sense. I, I yeah, watch. So you it to... don't enjoy it. But what? Well, why do you watch it then? I it's, I started this damn show. It's not like I'm... you. It's not like you're doing a podcast like Mike is. And, and Julie turns around and says, Mike, we're going to watch uh, Back to the Future for the 20th time so so that we can talk about it. And Mike goes, oh, not again. I've already seen the flux capacitor. It's not like you have to do a podcast like Mike does. It's like you you can stop, Kevin. It's like anything. You can stop if you put your mind to it.
1: No, it's I'm in. I, I'm, I'm going to get payoff. I have to get payoff or I will write a very nasty review <laughs> about how bad, I mean I've already criticized this show for the fact if they're going to do something like this they need to be a little more careful about when they're filming and not show a busy highway in the background <laughs> of a, a town that's supposedly encapsulated. You can't really show an interstate in the background with cars
2: driving But, but, but remember no no no, remember that the, the dome is clear and you can see through it.
1: This is like 10 feet away from them, that's horse shit. <laughs>
2: That they might be close to the dome, Kevin.
1: Uh, no, they're in the center of
2: town, asshole. <laughs> but where is the center of town? How do you know that it's that not one near part, the uh, How do you know that one part of the town isn't close to the edge? Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a refraction. Yeah. It's refracting <laughs>
1: okay. my brain.
0: Okay, yeah, so now so you've got. You got three obsessions honey boo boo USBs and, and and under the dome. And I'm trying to picture like a honey boo boo USB, but I'm not even don't even want to think where you the slot well, you would got, go for that uh, thing. Uh, but all right, oh, <laughs> and then know,
1: I haven't bought any USB drives in like two weeks, guys. Wow. Yes.
2: I'm gonna go buy some tomorrow.
0: I haven't bought a USB drive in I don't know, a year or two. Actually I find them at school, so
2: Y you, you, you know what's funny? I've, I've still got one here. It's a really, really old one that I bought like five or six years ago. Eight gigs of, of storage on it and, and that does me. So I don't
0: yeah, know. I see. And it's actually hard broken, so. too. Okay.
2: See you don't even open yours, Kevin.
0: Well, okay, and as long as we're kind of talking about obsessions, this is mine. I came across it at school the other day. Slide rule. Oh, yeah, and the thing is that uh, we have a new teacher, and she's cleaning out a storeroom that hadn't been cleaned out in years. There was big boxes of slide rules. (gasps) Yeah, there was one like, uh, there was a whole box of these, and then there was a whole box of these. (gasps) This is the the big ones. I want one. (laughs) Well, give me your mailing address. Uh, (laughs) And $50.
1: I'll send you the stuff if you get me one of those cool slide rules yeah
0: okay yeah. because well first of all most of the kids at school you'd have to explain to them what a slide rule is second of all you'd have to get uh, and I know I brought it out before but you have to get the handy dandy book out to teach them how to <laughs> use it um, and like I said I'm not completely adept because I'm not that good at you know higher mathematics but you know I can do the multiplication and uh, division and that sort of stuff on them but um yeah, and there was whole big. Uh, there was probably about, I would say thirty, forty of each in each box.
1: I like that last one you showed. That was super cool. I could hang it on my belt while I'm at work.
0: Well, I see what I should do is I should just take them and start a business, putting them inside a frame. Uh, with glass over them, and then a sign underneath that says, "In case of bat- battery failure, break glass." Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, most people wouldn't wouldn't have the vaguest clue on how to even use them. But uh,
1: I never used it much. I, I I was I I came in the cusp as we switched over to scientific calculators, so I never. And i have talked about this multiple times. But I know a couple people that can teach me easily that used to use slide rules uh all the time. So. It would just, it would go perfectly with my recent purchase it would look really great oh. in my new bag that I bought I finally broke out my oh, free God, it's got a man bag my free backpack that I got in 2006 <laughs> has finally started to wear out so I need something to carry my crap back and forth to work so uh, I bought from, is it a pretty purse well I, here I'll I'll give you guys the link to it but I bought it from uh, is it think Pink? no I bought it from think geek. It is called the Think Geek Bag of Holding. It is it is really cool. It's a huge bag. There's tons of video reviews about it online. Um, it just it looks really cool. I I think it's good. You know, it says Bag of Holding on it. You know, only people that are into the stuff like Dungeons and Dragons are really gonna get it. But it's still and I keep a lot of crap in my backpack. Again, I work a long ways away from my home. So I have extra things with me, like sewing kits and things like that, because I can't just run around the corner and, you know, if, if I pop a belt
2: loop or... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you, did you say sewing kits? Yeah. Oh, my God. A needle and thread. Oh, Jesus Christ. We've turned into a knitting
0: bloody club. Oh, God. You're, yep, you're oh, too. Oh, my God. No, way, We're talking sewing, not knitting.
1: Hey, it's like this, dude. It's the same thing as wussy. I work forty five miles from my house. If I get to work and realize I didn't put on deodorant, it's much easier <laughs> it's much easier to pull it out of my bag and put it on than it is to stink the rest of the day.
2: Yeah, but but, but the noodle and the shred, I mean hey, like, well, what, are, you, are, you, are you gonna bend over and split your duds, Kevin? I mean <laughs> I
1: have I have I've lost belt loops. I've hooked them on things and the belt loop I've ripped the belt loop off so I quick tack it back on. Actually, I have had a couple of coworkers that split their pants. They're freaking out. I just reach in, I hand them that. They go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> reach, they split their pants. You reach in and you hand them that.
1: No, I hand them the sewing kit. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you tell us. So, Too funny, too funny. I, I, well, but Kev- anyway. Kevin, Kev- Kevin's definitely got a, uh, a uh, man bag with feminine
0: parts in it. Eh, fuck you. The- <laughs> <laughs> or the bag, whatever. Please no, please no. But, uh,
1: I, like I said, it's on, it was on sale. I see it's going back up. Yesterday it was on sale for half price. For $25, I couldn't hardly go wrong ordering the thing. It's back to 50 bucks. so.
0: Mm. Well, it looks like an interesting bag. Did it come with the monkey, too, or?
1: Uh, no, I have one of those from one of the other
2: see, orders. That, that's, 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 that's false advertising, then. Also says it's bigger on the inside, aren't we all? <laughs> what, is it is it
0: a TARDIS?
1: It, it does have a TARDIS in it. <laughs> I just have to figure out how to get into it.
0: So. <laughs> I didn't I, think I want to watch that video.
2: But I but, but, do If how do you know it's got a TARDIS in it? Then if you have to figure out how to get into it, because you have to get into it before you can figure out there's a TARDIS in there.
1: How do you know I haven't already been there and I didn't come back? Because you anymore. said
2: you have to figure out a way to get in there.
1: But the future me may have already been there, and I'm just messing with your mind.
0: But you see, the problem is that if you were actually doing time travel, you would have gone back and probably erased this episode.
1: I
2: probably
0: exactly. So you're defeated.
1: I will in the future.
0: <laughs> well, but then.
2: Okay, I, okay let, let, let's pause. <laughs> so, so Kevin is, is going to come back to this point in time and, and hand up the call so that this can never be published.
0: No, well, he's not. just going to race We're
2: still going. We're still going. I I'm going to come back to this. What he the... did last week, much? Look how long he took to edit the damn show. I mean, he says, "Oh no, no, I'm going to edit and do the show notes." I looked at the show notes and went three points. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, cool. And, and, and then you know, it's like he, he took me out.
1: I considered. I, it.
2: I couldn't hear my tones.
1: You couldn't hear your tones. No. I could hear your toilet.
0: Really. Now I'm picturing Terminator and, you know, pretty soon the silver glob is going to come out and, you know, we're in here. I'm back.
1: If I learn to time travel, I'm going to show up in Australia first place as I'm coming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, that that can't happen. That can't happen. Well, it can happen, but n- not, not in a surprise like that.
1: <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we've been going for an hour and 20 minutes here. It's been a great show and, uh, We've listened to Mark get overheated and bothered. And
2: actually, I didn't really get that overheated. I thought I'd get oh. a bit more pissed off than I did. I, I was actually quite reserved, considering that other times I really let loose. But uh, you know, I, I'm just—I'm so over this now that you know I'll, I'll draft that email over the weekend and then I'll just let it slide because all it's doing is it's pissing me off further. And I can just see that the arrogance with Apple customer support—just they—they will do nothing for me. So you know. You know what it's proven to me? Don't bother calling Apple customer support on anything. If you buy something that sucks, suck it up.
0: Oh, I've been giving you a hard time, Mark, but yeah, you were rather calm tonight. I was ready to put the spit guard up on the uh, monitor <laughs> here, but you've done really well. I can actually see uh, through to the other side there. So uh, you you were reasonably reserved. So and Kevin had a rant, and I'm just sitting here going, oh. Um, <laughs> if, you really get, get other, <laughs> if you really want to
1: see through the other, if you really want to see through the other side, have Mark take his headphones off and turn sideways, and you can see straight through, one ear to the other. <laughs> he didn't get it. Okay, get it. Oh,
2: I got it. I just didn't see the humor in it. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the stab as long as it's funny.
1: Okay, so this is the same thing that you can't walk down the street when the wind's blowing without something over your ears for fear of the whistle?
2: I don't know, I get the whistle, but you know. Shh. Again, it's not that funny. American humor, folks. The guys in the UK understand what we're going through, and Alistair understands in New Zealand. We've got similar humor. You guys just, well, not Mike, just Kevin. Oh, He's
0: weird. Well, I have a well defined sense of humor. It's just that most people don't get it. I get it. I just okay. don't get Kevin's humour. Okay. Huh.
1: You get the hang I, I,
2: I, I <laughs> see. I, I didn't, I didn't. I think the problem is that Kevin's a little bit insulting, listeners. I, I, I think he tries to I'm insult not little, with his humour.
1: I'm not a little bit anything. I'll
0: have you know. <laughs> <laughs> bum <I'm a> bum. <laughs>
1: so uh but anyway, uh I do want to thank everybody for listening and uh why don't we start around the table here with the important people and they can talk where uh, tell you where they can be found, Mike.
0: <laughs> well I'm important, I feel fine um, I can be found at uh, SciFiTechTalk at SciFiTechTalk.com uh, and you can uh, listen to my Bard on the Plains podcast at BardOnThePlanes.blogspot.com and anything else I do is at my on my about.me uh, page at about.me slash Mike McPeak that's M-C-P-E-E-K
1: and uh, that other guy over there on the window on the other side, what, do you have any way that people can find you?
2: Yeah, simply go to com, and you can find out everything about me and uh, all the shows I participate in, including this one, which is going off the rails with Kevin as host, but I reckon he's doing an okay job. Yeah, you know. So, I, some people yeah. would disagree, but I think he's doing all right. Apparently he thinks he's... Hearing new. me start the show. Apparently he thinks he's number one, so all right. Yeah, yeah he does. He keeps putting up his, 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 his big finger, so, you know, I don't know what it is, it's, it's like I'm number two. Yeah. You,
1: you 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 got a choice between a finger and something else.
0: You, we have a choice between number one and number two. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll, I'll take the finger. I don't want the other thing. Okay. So uh, because I'd, I'd be disturbed if you could get it up anyway with us on the call.
1: Okay, I'm just I couldn't even go. <laughs> Folks, Mark has slipped over the edge. So we'll. we'll hey, you
2: were the, you were the one saying you can have the finger or something else. I just went there. Well, the other one was my... Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, right,
1: filthy. okay. The third one. You filthy-minded bastard. Anyway. I've been podcasting with you too long. Actually, you haven't been podcasting with me very long.
2: An hour and 25 minutes and 51 seconds. That's a lifetime.
1: Uh, You have a, a attention fa- a span of a gnat. Anyway. We'll be <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you want to find out more about the show, you can always uh, please head over, folks, to ever dot com. You can find out the notes that I so carefully typed choosing a precise font that Mark then screwed up and changed. But you know, we're going to let that go. We're not going to get angry about that.
2: We're gonna right, we're um, we're gonna should, get our headspace. How he titles it? It has the heading, and then as the first word has a capital, and then the rest has all lowercase, and it's like no, it's a heading please capitalize the first letter in each word because it pisses me off if you don't. Anyway, personal rant aside. <sighs> it's all going to be lowercase now. <laughs> but see, that's extra work for me. Here's Kevin going, oh, I'll, I'll get this ready for you. And all you've got to do is upload it and send it to what's his name. All right. Well, <laughs> the problem with that is that I've then going to go through and edit it all. Uh, Except sorry, Kevin Kevin edits the show, but I don't know why he needs to edit the show. Me and Mike are professionals.
0: I, I don't wish I had one. Of, wish I had one of my chains down here that I could sit there and you know <laughs> yanking chains.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go over to ever dot com. We'd love to have a review in iTunes if you'd like to take the time to give us a review to get the show a little more exposure. If you want to find out more about me, check me out on Twitter at twitter.com dot uh, forward slash big underscore in underscore va. And Or go over to my about.me page at about.me forward slash Kevin Alder And folks, we do thank you for listening to all our rants uh, The three of us do insult and poke at one another But I think everybody knows we are the best of friends We do enjoy each other's company And it is partly entertainment and partly stress relief for all three of us I can assure you to go through this So between, now, ne- so between now and next week Remember us, think of us But most importantly, between now and next week don't forget to hug a geek now let me tell you something brother gardening is hard work you gotta trade hard say your prayers eat your vitamins and be ready for anything brother now all you hulkamaniacs get out your shovels your cultivators and your sunscreen and listen to the your own victory garden podcast on the stoplight network He knows what he's talking about, brother. So what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan builds his raised beds and runs wild on you?